0: Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Sprint, the best phones on the best network, a brighter future for all. College Bar & Grill, check out our new location, 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Behind the Mask, serving the Valley Hockey community since 1994. OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products, gets the funk out of your equipment or office. M Drive, for energy, stamina recovery ice den scottsdale practice home of the arizona coyotes also in chandler college hockey southwest weekly is part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com hockey SW.com network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein
1: all right welcome in college hockey fans in the desert southwest in north america and europe um in uh, iran or iraq or wherever you may be listening to us i know we've got some uh, service people out there that have been following the show so welcome in scott strandy here in scottsdale arizona my co-host paul hornstein joining me from that huge palatial estate out on long island new york and uh glad to have paul in paul how are you
2: uh we're doing good scott uh uh, better than, uh, than than most uh, uh, not good uh, we had a little uh, work uh, snafu with my daughter today but she seems to be okay she got stung by a few wasps actually a bunch of them apparently but uh, oh my goodness yeah it was not good um, but she seems to be okay um, you know wow that's uh,
1: that's a heck of a way to open the show I mean
2: yeah well you uh, asked right yeah <laughs>
1: I did ask. I did ask. Uh, well, hopefully uh, she's feeling she's better. Open, that's, so- uh, that's never any good to, uh, to deal no. with that, even no. if it, uh, you know, I mean, it's painful to say the very least. Yeah, no but, um, yeah, that's not, that's not fun at all. So, basically, nope. Paul, here we are. It's uh, July, uh, July 14th by my calendar. July 13th right. opened up NHL training camps. Uh, here in the desert southwest, the Golden Knights are practicing daily. The uh, Coyotes are practicing daily. I'm sure on Long Island, the Islanders are uh, practicing daily as well.
2: Um, so uh, making hockey too, but uh, that's last night's yeah. show, so we don't want to really. Uh... <laughs> but hockey is back, is my point,
1: Paul. And uh, right now, we have the opportunity to uh, to talk some NCAA hockey, like you and I do every Tuesday night, and. There's never a dull moment in NCAA hockey, as you have nope. uh, so astutely pointed out to me over the last couple of, of uh, months anyway, is that we're in the middle of a pandemic and uh, the season ended abruptly and there's still stuff to talk about. So tonight we're going to have another Sun Devil senior joining us and Willie Nerum going to join us in about 15 minutes. And uh, we'll talk to the big fella and ask him a little bit about what's uh, what's going on in his mind As he prepares for what we hope will be a senior season.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's we're all kind of just sitting around and, you know, things change every single day. Sometimes they get better. Sometimes they get worse. Uh, But they seem to change every single day. And who knows what's going on? Schedules have been changed um, for folks that have asked. Uh, no, ASU's not put out their schedule yet, but that's okay because a lot of schools haven't. We, you know, Whether it was just conference schedules, non-conference schedules, anything. A lot of schools have not put theirs out. The Ivies are pushing theirs back. Uh, other schools uh, uh, have made schedule changes. They were supposed to have a four-team tournament up in uh, your old neck of the woods, Duluth. And uh, that was three Minnesota schools in Providence. And that got uh, postponed or canceled or whatever term they're going to use. Uh, I'm sure that part of that is the fact that you know there was only three Minnesota teams playing and not four, um, just <laughs> not to bring more people in. Well, we could have brought. I'm not trying to knock. Any, not trying know. to knock anybody, but you know, you're I'm, just I'm, of, I'm sure. I,
1: you're prodding me a little bit because you know I'm going to make that trip to, to Minnesota at uh, the end of this week and uh, hopefully uh, stay away from the pandemic and the riots and everything that uh, that would be Prod possible. You? But uh, okay, no, no. <laughs> I figured not. Uh, no. Anyway, let, let's talk NCAA hockey in the desert southwest, particularly the Arizona State Sun Devils. As you mentioned, they have not released that schedule yet. Um, and, and a lot because it's in flux and, and the guys, uh, you know, are, are bound by NCAA rules. So we're going to stay away completely from that because we don't want anybody to get NCAA uh, violations for some ridiculous thing. So we'll talk no, hockey. That's,
2: that's that those, that's fact. I mean, you, know, you just go to the website and see it's not there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you know, before we bring on Willie, uh, I
1: wanted to just uh, preface a little bit about Willie Nierum and and the fact that, you know, we've talked to people in in Dubuque where he played uh, a couple of seasons. Uh, He also played a couple of seasons at Miami, Ohio, and uh, then went back to Dubuque and then came to Arizona State. So it's been a different path. Uh, Him and I sat down for uh, what we call our – a pitchfork profile uh, during the season. And he found out a lot of really neat things about uh, a guy from Skokie, Illinois, and the route that he'd taken. And not only that, but how happy he is to be a Sun double.
2: Well, you know, everybody doesn't come in the same way. Uh, you know, uh, Demetrius Kumensis came in as an 18-year-old. Uh, Willie Neurum transferred in uh, after playing a couple of years at Miami of Ohio, went back to juniors, uh, you know, and and some guys played through three years of juniors and then came in. Um, Unlike the other sports, there are just so many different ways that hockey players come into this sport at this level um, that there's a lot of different interesting paths that, that they go through.
1: You know, and that's the beauty of it, Paul, is that we can uh, we get a chance to visit with them during this off-season, give them a little bit more at ease. They're not in the grind of school. They're not in the grind of, uh, of practices on a daily basis, and we get a chance to visit with them, find out a little bit about what makes them tick. And that's what I really enjoy, especially on the podcast, is just right. finding out a little background. And uh, I, I'll give you one little hint. Willie will tell you, and we'll ask him uh, about his uh, first adventures on the ice and how he Got interested in playing hockey. You probably know the story if you followed my uh, um, my interview with him. But uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, uh, he'll be he'll be interesting to talk about. And what I really want to plug him on a little bit is just his expectations for this year. Because last year the team exceeded expectations again for the second straight year. They they weren't able to go to an NCAA tournament, as we all know by now. Um, but now this is a really big year because there's a huge senior class. That'll be uh, at ASU. There's also some extremely talented freshmen that are coming in. And if you follow followed the uh, Sun Devil Hockey uh, Twitter feed, you've seen there's uh, been some number announcements, which is cool, because that means at least yeah. they're printing the uh, jerseys. <laughs> That's a start
2: to the season. You can't play without them, right? Nope, nope. you got to have a jersey. Uh, it looks kind of funny if you're just out there in shoulder pads and a chest pad. Uh, so you got to have a jersey. Um, so well, far, that, the numbers – So far, the numbers that we've seen uh, have not uh, stayed in the dustbin too long.
1: Um, (laughs)
2: 28 and 10. (laughs) 28 and 10, right? Uh, Right. Steve Pashnick wore 28 for four years, and Tyler Bush wore 10 for four years. So they did not stay in the dustbin very long or in the closet. Um, And I don't know if John Lofter's happy about that or not, but, uh, you know, (laughs) he doesn't have to break out some new numbers. Exactly. Well, I know one guy that would be skating on the ice with a
1: jersey without, and that would be uh, the guest that we had on a couple of weeks ago in uh, Scotty Graham. He'd go out there without his gloves, without his stick. It wouldn't matter if he'd get out there with the team and practice. So shout out, Scotty, if you're listening. I know the uh, that, that you love being on the ice with the guys as well. Um, oh, no, I mean, wait sure a second.
2: Been... Now, now, listen, he's going to take a stick with him. Maybe he's not going to take a jersey. <laughs> but... Uh if you played any type of hockey in your life, when you go out and you put skates on, whether they're ice skates, uh, inline skates, or the old fashioned quad skates like I think I still have, or only got rid of a few years ago, when you're skating without a stick in your hand, I don't care how long it's been, you still feel weird when you skate without a stick. Good point. point. And I don't care if you haven't played in 20 years or 30 years. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's a really good point. And whether you're on ice or roller, uh, you said it. Uh, The stick is uh, a big compliment of it. So anyway, we digress. Uh, What I do want to talk about, Paul, is that we've got (laughs) – We've got some really good news about the podcast that you dug up for me today on iTunes. So you go ahead and break the news. Where are we in the world of hockey well, podcasts?
2: I, I, I mean, I don't know. Seventy-five is nice, right? I mean, uh, considering starting point and doing this, just, you got to start somewhere, right? Um, right. I, I didn't know what to expect when I stumbled across the numbers, and you know, seventy-five uh, from. You know, without specific numbers, I'll take it. You know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, Paul, and
1: but but look at it this way, Paul is we're in a, a regional setting, right? We cover yeah. hockey in the desert Southwest, NCAA hockey in the desert Southwest, professional hockey in the desert Southwest, and club hockey in the desert Southwest. Um, and we're up there with the big boys. Um, yeah, there's some you know big name um teams that have uh, really good podcasts, obviously every nhl franchise the ahl but just spill podcast. it listen
2: just spill it you want to tell your friend jess myers we're creeping up on him just get it yeah. over with and say it already. yeah the rink all right the rink stop with the, the rink water <laughs> you stop with all that other crap about well oh, there are some big n-. yeah if that's what you want to say just say it <laughs> the
1: rink live we're coming for you we're only two behind, I think, or something like that. So we're coming for you. So, folks, keep listening, keep downloading, keep bringing on the uh, the, the stuff. We're going to have another great trivia question tonight. Um, we need to get some more people winning here because I, I keep getting the same people that are uh, that are winning all the time. Obviously, you can only win once every 30 days, so you're not getting the prize back even though you're sending me the answers. But, um, you know, the, the thing of it is – I promise you know,
2: I'll go easier this week. I promise. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I saw your questions. The first one, I'm going like, oh man, I was there and I don't remember. <laughs> well, you can't. What, were you? Well, I wasn't in Alaska, but I was covering the team at that point, so uh, I would have, I would have known, I would have thought uh, some of the names, but that name escaped me completely. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of why I
2: decided we'll uh,
1: <laughs> we'll give people a break. We drag us again. Let's take a, a quick break. Let's hear from some of our uh, corporate partners, and then you and I will come back, and hopefully we'll have our guest, uh, Willie Nerum, uh in queue, and, and we'll, we'll talk to the big fella. We'll be right back.
3: Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the Rink and Sandals. Now you can show off your game and style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel your guy, big William Carlson fan, or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style an authorized retailer of Summerscape, you can purchase yours throughout our website at icetimehockeysw.com.
0: Looking for your next car? Head out to 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix and stop in at Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant. Come in and check out our great deals on the remaining 2020 Fords, as well as the new 2021 models just arriving like the new e450 pickup truck during our summer outdoor and suv sale voted the number one ford dealer in arizona by ranking arizona we will do what it takes to make your car buying experience safe and convenient shop online at bellford.com we'll bring everything to you on your schedule schedule a test drive need a repair we'll come pick up your vehicle and bring it back to you our sales and service professionals are ready to help in any way to make sure you are happy and satisfied. Go online to Belford.com or call us at 602-866-1776 and let us show you why we've been the dealership that keeps Shane Doan coming back year after year.
3: Behind the Mask Hockey Shop, celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community. Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our Three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. All
1: right, and we're back. Professional hockey, Southwest. I'm sorry, professional. I'm a day off, everybody. It's NCAA hockey, so college hockey, Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host is always from beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul Hornstein is with me, and Paul, I think we have our uh, our guest Willie Miram joining us here in just a second. The uh, the senior to be at Arizona State University and a Sun Devil now. Uh, we can call him a Sun Devil. For sure, because he played a whole
2: season as a Sun Devil, correct? Uh, he did. Uh, if I'm only a day behind, then I'm pretty happy because a lot of times <laughs> it feels like I'm a lot further than that.
1: So, <laughs> well, if, if we uh, have give Willie... It 24 hours, yes, I'm good. If we have Willie with us, I'm going to ask him if he wants to hit like uh, maybe call in button 3 or 4, whatever's open there, and, uh, and we can bring the big fella on and find out uh, what's been happening in the world of Willie Mirum, uh for the last few months as uh, everybody's kind of been in a hockey hole. So um, we'll have him here in just a second. In the meantime, Paul, um, you know, we talk about what's going on in hockey, right? And we talk about how things are, are rolling along with the NHL. And I think all eyes are on the NHL. Uh, would you agree with that as far as the hockey world? They want to see what happens uh, in their oh, environment and how they can keep everybody safe?
2: Of course they are. I mean, uh, the sports world is looking. You have baseball starting up or trying to start up. Uh, you have hockey trying to start up. You have all of the, the, the winter sports trying to start up. Again, uh, basketball, hockey. Um, and you're in a situation where nobody knows. This is all uncharted territory in every way, shape, or form. So there is there's, there's no way to know. Uh, some players have opted out of playing and you can't blame them. Um, you know, especially if you have younger kids and and, and, and and families and those kinds of things, you don't want to sit here and be uh, selfish to the point where you're saying, oh, you don't want to play. That You should never play again. I mean, you have people getting angry at athletes for saying, I want to protect myself. No listen, who are we to tell somebody uh, um, you know you should you should play and risk your life for my entertainment They're doing the best they can to control the environments but nobody can be in that kind of a bubble at all I, you just can't do it
1: yeah you know yeah, exactly. And, and when you're talking, when we start talking college athletes, that's a completely different animal because now you're talking about, um, you know, young men that are uh, competing um, and going to school at the same time, and uh, their livelihood and their futures uh, depend on what happens. So you obviously want to keep them healthy, but they also like to play and perform in front of family, friends, and, and fans, right? I
2: mean, that's all part of it. So this is all a big adjustment for everybody. Oh, absolutely. It's an adjustment for everybody. Um, you're Like I said, you're taking it one day at a time. Um, fortunately, uh, you know, we have a, a while to, to wait before anything has to go on with hockey because the season doesn't start till the second week of October. And, um, you know, so you have time, uh, you're just kind of watching and looking and, and it's a lot harder to control the number of schools that are involved, as opposed to uh, as opposed to a, a strict thing with a professional team, where uh, the NHL is taking, I think, fifty people per team to their spot, whether it's Toronto or Edmonton. So you're sitting there and. You can limit the amount of exposure. You can limit the amount of contact in that situation. When you're talking about a college campus, you can't do that. Yeah, you're
1: exactly correct on that. And, you know, the other thing we know at the NHL is there's going to be a ton of hockey games being played, right? Um, that's uh, oh, that, uh, that part I can't wait for. That, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's... yeah. I mean, I just saw the Coyotes schedule today. They're going to play their first three games against Nashville at 11, 1130 and 1130 in the morning. So
2: get ready for breakfast in the NHL. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, bring it on. Bring on the overtimes. Bring it all on. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Well, we, we have Willie. We, uh, we just don't have him online with us yet. We're still trying to connect with him. So while we're doing that, let's take another quick break, bring in a couple of our partners, and then uh, we'll see if we're able to get him uh, connected up with us so we can visit. We'll be right back.
0: I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the Fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh,
3: that Fortress. That combination of brisket hot legs fries
0: mac and cheese surrounded by a fence of ribs i'm in exactly jesse ray's barbecue located at 5611 south valley view boulevard right behind the mandalay bay hotel check out their pulled pork smoked chicken or the fall off the bone baby back ribs jesse ray's
3: barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in las vegas two years running so, whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's barbecue for all their award winning
4: tastes. Hey, Michael here from M Drive. One of my favorite memories is mountain biking with my dad. Barreling through the woods at full speed, bike tires bouncing off rocks. That was 25 years ago. What's crazy is today, at 60, dad still does that. You know, he really made M Drive for himself. We wanted an everyday supplement that would fuel his drive. Yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. He built M-Drive to support the body, building strength and energy from the inside out. We take M-Drive every day to fuel our drive with more energy and more strength. I think it's amazing what Dad built and amazing what he can still do today. In a lot of ways, he's still the guy from 25 years ago, and he's not slowing down. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. It's available at Walgreens, Walmart, GNC, Vitamin Shoppe, or visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just use the code DRIVE at checkout. Don't let your age beat you. You find your problem with m
3: At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, Long Island iced teas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine is the brand for you. The award-winning Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day, Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at mexicanmoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Mexican Moonshine, award-winning taste since 2011.
1: Absolutely, Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila Mexican Moonshine, the previous uh previous name of it but we we play a little bit of everything for roger just to uh make sure we keep him on the ball but scott strandy back here in scottsdale arizona my co-host paul hornstein as always joining me from long island new york um we are still working on uh trying to connect with uh, willie Neham. we know that willie's here and trying his best to to connect with us these technical issues folks are things that uh sometimes get beyond our control so we are trying to figure out what the problem is and uh, and get it worked out for you in the meantime.
2: Yeah, I never I know if like... I'm going to be on every week.
1: <laughs> Paul, and I will keep you entertained as we do. Um, Paul, you got anything good you can do, like
2: some slapstick comedy or, or something like that? Uh, well, fortunately, this is radio, so uh, no one can see you want me, to Paul me play anymore. A who's on first? <laughs> uh, what's on second? I don't know. Who's on third? Uh, you know. Like I said, uh, fortunately, once, they can't change me again, anymore like we used the old
1: formats. So. <laughs> we digress, but uh, what I Always. can tell you is that we are going to have uh, we're going to have a lot of fun doing uh, college hockey. I'm excited, Paul, now like a little kid at Christmas because I can't wait to start covering practices and games again. Um, right, this is great to talk to people behind the scenes and stuff like that, but what we live for is is that stuff that's on the ice, right? I mean, we want to see what right. these guys do, and uh, I don't think there's a team in NCAA hockey, and there's, what, 61 of them now, right, Paul? Yep. 61, <laughs> okay. I think. Okay. 60 so and a a half, six, 61. Uh, 61 teams. Um, so we're talking, there's a lot of them that uh, always have, a, well, all of them have aspirations of wanting to win a national championship, but I think this year, the Arizona State Sun Devils have a team that is poised to at least make a really good run at it. Uh, Anything can happen, as you know, in the game of hockey, and usually a hot goaltender is the key. But, man, when you have all the pieces that Arizona State has, it's time to get those guys on the ice and start seeing what they can do and how they can produce as a team.
2: Yeah, well, if we get this figured out, I'm sure that uh, Willie, who's got a lot of experience and been in different places, Will be able to give us an honest evaluation of you know what's going through his mind and his uh, teammates' minds because I'm sure they talk all the time. Uh, it's 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 anxiousness uh, right now more than ever, uh, more than there's ever been before because no one knows what's going on. Uh, I will say that uh, our trivia question this week is tied into the NCAA tournament. If we want to do that. Yeah, well, we can get to that in just a minute. But uh, in the meantime,
1: I do want to shout out ASU because here in in Arizona anyway, they have developed the biodesign team has come up with a uh, COVID test that I understand is one of the most, if not the most accurate, and it uh, involves saliva. So you basically just spit into a little straw, it goes into a test tube, and they're able to uh, turn around really accurate results in a matter of about uh, 24 or 48 72 hours i believe is what i last heard so you know congratulations to asu for getting on that and designing that and no doubt that will protect not only the uh, the student athletes but every student on campus and right now they're helping out uh doing sites around uh the valley of the sun to uh, to work on it that way as well so you know lots of good things happening uh, the university hey. stepped up
2: ASU I'm number sorry? one in innovation, baby. ASU number yeah. one in innovation. Don't ever forget you, that.
1: I thought you were going to pass that on to our friend uh, Cap Carey when we had him on too, but you played so nice that you didn't even uh, you didn't even bother to do that, right? I
2: <laughs> tried not to. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Right. I, I Cap was talking. Actually, said something uh, on his Twitter feed about. Uh, Having pitching machines throw batteries from the outfield to Yankee stadiums, the players are used to it. <laughs> yeah, I just said, "Hey, do you got any Reggie bars left, too?" <laughs> wow. Yeah, figures. Um,
1: <laughs> so anyway, as we continue to talk college hockey, uh, LA oh, by Houston, the way, uh,
2: yeah, by the way, I was going to say, um, you know, that uh, season ticket drive at uh, Huntsville still going yeah. on there there they're they're marching slowly towards the numbers that they're looking for. Um, our friend Mike Napier uh, from uahhockey.com uh you know was trying to explain to some folks even if you're not sure there's going to be a season, they need you to buy the tickets. So if you're listening from that <laughs> neck of the woods, uh, you know, go buy the tickets, show the community the, the university and the community uh, support uh, that they need to make sure that uh, what happened a few months ago doesn't happen again. And, you know, I I think they are at about 300 lower bowl tickets left, whatever the heck that means. Mike, you'll have to send me a a (laughs) message on Twitter to tell me exactly what that means, and we can explain it next week. But uh, that's going on. LIU keeps uh, announcing just about a player a day. I think they got to well, be in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 by now. I haven't really counted. They them. need to
1: do that to fill that roster. Right. I mean, that's uh that's oh, yeah. the way you do it. Well, so, we're still, we're still trying. Willie's still trying to connect with us. Uh, the technology yeah. is, uh, failing is us, baffling both of us. I mean, I'm looking at my, my feed and I'm seeing all kinds of calling spots, but for some reason we're not uh, able to get him through there. So we'll keep trying and we'll keep talking. And, uh, and do things. So let's take a moment right now to uh, to talk about the trivia question. The hashtag Pucks on the Pod. Uh, go to IceTimeSW at Twitter at IceTimeSW and uh, get yourself a chance to win a uh, Summer Skates prize pack from our great friends and partners at Summer Skates. So, Paul, let's do it a little early today. Throw that uh, trivia question out there for us.
2: All right. Very simple. Uh, who? Recorded the assists on the lone goal scored by ASU last year in their tournament game against Quinnipiac. We know Brinson Pachnick had the goal. Who got? Uh, darn it! I That's was going to say I know who assists. scored the goal.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I know who scored the goal, but now we got to figure out who scored the assist. So, uh, uh, good question. That one, uh, that one, you can find fairly easily. And like I said, respond to us at Ice Time SW Using the uh, hashtag pucks on the pod, p o d, not pond. Pucks on the pod, p o d, and uh, our friends at Summer Skates will get you a nice little prize pack uh, coming. So, we're continuing to uh, to work on getting this connection thing solved. I don't know if we've got other plans uh, that we can do or or what we can do, but uh, in the meantime, let's keep talking hockey. So we'll see what uh, what goes from there. So. NCAA hockey, we talked about LIU, we talked about what we have going down down Huntsville, and we talked about the players that are coming um, on board with us here at, at ASU, um, and they're all excited to get here. If they're not here now, they're excited to get here. They're excited to start um, working out and doing the different things that they're allowed to do through uh, NCAA rules. But right. uh, how different must that be for an incoming freshman to not really get to go
2: um, – Everything. Well, here's the way you would normally the thing, do Honestly, right? here's the thing. Honestly, yeah. they don't know any better, right? Yeah, you, true. You can't. True. You, you can't be wondering what's going on when you've never done it before. So, you know, it's if, if for the freshmen, this might actually, while it's strange and weird, uh, could be worse. You know, if you've been doing this for three years now and this is your senior season, you're chomping at the bit. I know we are, and we don't even – why? We don't even put the skates on. <laughs> well, you know who else must be chomping at the
1: bit are the Pashnik brothers because can you imagine waiting all your life to get drafted or not get drafted and then sign a professional contract and then uh, think that you're going to have a shot maybe to play a couple of games uh, before the season ends and kind of get your feet wet? Then all of a sudden that disappears, and then your training camp and your summer camp that you're planning on disappears. And now, now you're waiting around till what, uh, November, until they go back onto a training camp again? I mean, I can't imagine what must be going through Brinson and Anstein's, um, uh stomachs right now. It's got to be just like churning all the time, wouldn't
2: you think? Well, you would think, but once again, uh, it's probably the same situation. You know, having not done it as official members of the team before, uh, they don't know, quote-unquote, what they're missing. I mean, it's right. just a thought. It doesn't mean that I know uh, that that's what's going through their heads. Um, you know, uh, there are none of the California teams are in this qualifying round or tournament round. and <laughs> I don't even know what in the heck they're calling it. Um, right the play-in uh, preliminary play-in round I don't know <laughs> round robin I've seen all kinds of things um, the first it's the first round but it's not the playoffs but it is the playoffs I don't know I just, okay so here's here's what we're going to do Paul this is going to challenge you a little bit but I have Willie on the
1: phone um, right. so we're going to bring him on and you can ask a question we'll see if we can relay it or uh, get through it so we'll go from there Willie nearham can you hear me Ah, uh, so sorry about the connection problems. I have no idea what's going on, but you're with Scott and Paul here on uh, College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Thank you so much for joining us, first of all. And, uh, and tell me just a little bit about, first of all, where are you right now and, and how has your summer been in this craziness?
5: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually in Arizona right now. I'm in 10 i I've been in and everything, and um you know, the, the summer is has been crazy. You know, um, it's definitely been out of the ordinary, not something we expected to, uh, to happen. But, you know, um, it, it, stuff like this, you know, may happen and, and you got to kind of work through it and, and find a way to kind of stay in shape. And no matter, you know, when our next game comes, be ready for that. And it's kind of the very uh, most important thing is, is stay safe, too, throughout this. So.
1: So I've asked all of your teammates that we've had on so far, Willie, and the coaching staff and everybody that we've talked to on the podcast since March, tell us a little bit about what it was like for you personally and and, and how did you take things? Um, you knew it was going to be your senior year coming up this year. You guys were playing pretty well and had a shot at another NCAA tournament. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that played out. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it happened so quickly
5: and everything. Um you know, there were there were murmurs and everything about just kind of coming up just in the news and everything. And then um, we, we went into practice one day and, um, you know, just kind of found out and everything and just to kind of look around and see the guys' faces that I was with and everything. It was, uh, it was pretty disappointing. You know, for me personally, I think that, you know, sort of in the first NCAA tournament, I would have went to, and that was really exciting for us gearing up. And we really, uh, we came kind of preparing for that tournament. So trying to get into that mindset of, uh, you know, win or go all type of thing. And you didn't get a chance to do that so as well as the rest of the country. But, um, you know, I think what really kind of dug at me a little bit was to see some of the seniors I was around and kind of see, you know they—they they were fighting it off for a little bit. You it was—they had an error a lot, so it was their last chance to kind of do something and everything. And you know the the four years they had here, you know they—they—they've done a lot. But I know that's definitely something they wanted to do
1: is to play a tournament and win. So, well, you know, you and I have talked. I had you on Pitchfork profile. I've seen you a few times uh, at practices and and at games and things like that. But. Tell the folks out there a little bit about growing up in Skokie, Illinois, and and your road to Arizona State, which is not your traditional path, was it?
5: No, it's, it's definitely not traditional. Um, <laughs> Skokie, Skokie, Illinois, is very uh, much Chicago and everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I started out with just youth hockey at the local rink and everything. But uh, uh, as you know, probably I, I started figure skating first. My sister figure skater. <laughs> she was a big bigger mom for me when I was growing up. Um, but uh, yeah, it's my my first game uh, instructor and she shared if you like to call her, she pulled my mom and dad aside that you to be on the hockey always wants to do so fast. Which is as I always say it's pretty ironic that I'm almost throwing ones out there, so, um, but uh, after that just kinda Started playing hockey, um, was supposed to be everything, and then moved my way up to triple and got a chance to go um, uh, play hockey in Dubuque and uh, Line in Ohio and everything. Um, where well, I played two years there and um, it didn't work out the way I, I hoped, but um, went back to Dubuque for a year where then I committed to Arizona State um, during the eighth and ninth season, and you know I. I I thought things happened for a reason before that, but I truly really think so now. I'm i so happy with where I'm at right now with Arizona State and everything. I have one more year, you know. I, I graduated this past year in the master's with uh, a couple other classmates of mine and everything. So, um, you know, I, I it's definitely unusual, but in the last, it's been exciting uh, and uh, you know something I've been thankful for.
1: You know, Willie, well, when we look at your stat line uh, – go ahead, Paul, and then I'll relay the question Willie.
2: No, I was just, just going to ask. I don't know you know, how this is going to work, but hopefully Willie, he can hear me or however. Um, no, I don't think he just, can, but you you ask the question and I'll relay it. All right. The, the, the I mean, Miami, when he went to play for the first two years, uh, a completely uh, different situation than he's in now. Uh, what was one thing he expected – uh, or that was unexpected? Obviously, the types of campuses are different. Uh, what was one thing that he did not expect to be different going from Miami and ending up at ASU uh, and ended up and, – and I, I mean, besides the size of the campus, um, it, was he caught off guard by anything in, 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 in such a, dram- a dramatic switch? Okay. Uh, Willie, you couldn't hear my uh, co-host, obviously, but – uh, he is asking, uh, your first
1: two years at Miami, Ohio, and then you decided to uh, make the move to Dubuque and come ultimately to Arizona State. What uh, Was there anything that surprised you between the two campuses or, or the two programs making the move from a smaller school like Miami, Ohio to Arizona State? Um, I think that was the
5: biggest difference. Uh, what you said really is, is Miami, Ohio is a, a lot smaller school. Um, you know, it was – in a small town in Oxford, Ohio, um, that probably not many people have heard. I mean, I, I hadn't even heard of it before I was being recruited. So, um, you know, I think, I think the biggest difference, I guess, would be the, the size of the school and, and just the campus. And, and that, I mean, that seems pretty, you know, it seems like a pretty simple and straightforward answer, I guess. But it really goes really into kind of what your college life experience is, you know, at mm-hmm. Miami, Ohio. A lot of people, you know, you knew, you knew everyone. It's like a small town, if you living one. Um, you know, everyone knows everyone's business and everything. Here, there's 50,000 plus students, you know, and everyone's kind of got their own thing going on. And, you know, you see the face every day and you rarely see a uh, face twice. So, um, just, just that um, in general with, with the school, with the programs, I mean, I'm a little biased. I, I, I love, you know, I, I, I like my time with, with Miami, Ohio, you know, a the person and player and man I am today, but ultimately um, just kind of happy with how things, um, you know, happy with how things turned out and, and here at Arizona State.
1: Okay. So you look at the, uh, as I started to say, the uh, the stat line for you, uh, 15 goals, nine assists, 24 total points. Um you kept getting better and better, and I saw this uh, personally every single week. And I think I told you that when I, that when we visited on campus, I thought both you and James were uh, James Sanchez were making huge moves and, and huge pieces of the uh, the team that was about to go to an NCAA tournament. Now you both are seniors, and you have a large senior class, but you're also going to add a lot of talented freshmen. What's it going to be like this year when? Uh, we finally get this thing going again.
5: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever that may be, um, you know, of process and getting together as a team, and, and you know, eventually playing. You know, I, I think every year, no matter where you're at and who you're playing with, you always think you're, you know, you're, you're not think you obviously are losing people and you're losing special talents. You know, I think we had uh, a lot of a lot of good players. You know, senior players this year, um, who, who helped us, you know, every single game, you know, um, in every single one of them. So, I think, you know, with, with losing them, there's going to be guys who have to kind of, you know, go into that role, um, you know, whether it be freshmen or, you know, sophomores and juniors, um, moving up and and kind of kind of taking on their roles and everything. You know, I. the the coaching staff and the support staff do an amazing job, you know, bringing in players, bringing in good people. Um, So there's really no worries about that and everything. Now it's just kind of up to us to, you know, kind of get through what's going on right now in the world and and stay positive, uh, stay in shape and and be ready when our time comes, whatever that may be. Like I said, um, you know, I I think that we're going to have a special group next year just talking with with the coaching staff and, and some of the players and, and my teammates, especially, um, you know, and getting to know some of the freshmen as they, um, you know, I start to come in and everything. So, um, so yeah.
1: Okay. So when we, when we look back a year, Willie, um, a year ago, you were in China, you were playing in uh, an exhibition tournament. You were seeing the, the world probably like you never expected you would as a hockey player uh, in college, but, the season it was really different for you guys, and it ended really differently. How will you look back at this this past year, um, experience wise?
5: I mean, the whole year uh, just was was one big learning experience, just just in life. I think for us, I think we started out in China, um, you know, and that was that was first of all a once in a lifetime opportunity for for a lot of people and everything and that was that was a truly special trip for, for all of us and it really helped us bond together because I mean we, we played five games just just by playing five games together with uh, with everyone let alone going over there and making that 13-hour know, playing right there and back you know being in a foreign country um you know with with your teammates getting you to know everybody it really gives jump start um uh, kind of build up on build those relationships uh, behind the scenes so we're, you know, in the games, you know, that that can show and that chemistry can show and everything. So um moving forward with that, I mean I thought we had a really steady year. Um, you know, and I, I think what happened at the end of the year no one saw it coming and, you know, it its it is it it is what it is. You know, it it it's tough to say and it, it's not to happen, but you know, you can't dwell on it. It's, it's still happening right now. So, um, you know, like I said before, just kind of get through it, stay safe, um, and just do what you can, to stay positive, and, um, you know, make sure you're, you're in shape and ready to go for when that, when that first game comes for
1: the upcoming season.
2: Willie, let me just change gears a little bit, Scott. Uh, Paul, Paul's
1: uh, got a question for you, Willie, so hold on yeah, one we're gonna, second. I'll we're going to
2: change it. gears here in a second. Um, athletes? tend to be in one of two groups. They either don't pay attention to what's going on in their sport uh, as much, or they're junkies. You a hockey junkie, you're going to take a chance to watch all these games before classes start?
1: Uh, Wait wait for this. Paul said that athletes are basically in two categories, Willie. He said that they either don't care what's going on in their sport uh, outside of what they do, or they're junkies and they want to watch everything and take everything in. So his question to you is: When the NHL gets started here in a couple of weeks, are you going to be wanting to watch as much as you can, or is that something that you just want to focus on yourself? No, absolutely. I mean,
5: I think whether you're, you know, a little kid or you know, an older older person, it doesn't matter. What you are, you're always a fan, you know. Whether um, a player, you just kind of watch or whatever. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching I mean, that's just the first time that hockey will be on during the summer, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, so I, I think that, I, you know, it'll, it'll kind of keep me inside and everything else sit right in front of the T V and watch all these games and, yes. and everything and yes. kinda of give me something to do. So um, you know, it's I think that I I will be moved to my T V watching every single game. So I mean, and, and there's there's it's the format that they have is, is obviously a little bit different, you know, considering the circumstances and everything. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, I don't I don't really know what's gonna happen, so um, my hometown team the Chicago Blackhawks uh, they, they just got in and everything so watching them win a couple of Senate Cups the past 10 years has been pretty cool um, and that'd be pretty special to see him
2: win one more so. So, so Paul
1: asked me that follow up question he said Blues or Blackhawks and, and I'll slap him long distance for you Willie you're definitely a Blackhawk <laughs> well listen let's not let's and, 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 you know. Paul, Paul's yelling at me but you can't hear him so no worries uh, he wants yeah. to know if you got a favorite player
5: Favorite player? Oh, um, I think growing up it was it was definitely Sidney Crosby. I was a uh, I was a uh, I was a fan and, um, just kind of through being a fan of Sidney Crosby, I had my first hockey jersey, Sidney Crosby. And, but um, I think kind of growing up and you know uh, seeing how my game is on the ice and everything, it's uh, not really correlated. <laughs> he's as, as big of a fan as I am of Pistol, um, I'd have to go right now. I'd probably say Joe Thornton. I mean, that guy—he, uh, uh, you know, he's—he's he's a bigger guy. He's—he's he's very skilled. He's gonna be a Hall of Fame player. Um, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame player. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer one day. And just to see what that guy does with you know his, his body, and his hands, and his vision is, is pretty incredible. So, all right. So, do you so do you guys?
1: Your... Favorite... Hold on one second, Paul. That's your favorite player in the uh, in the NHL. But tell us a little bit about some of your teammates. Uh, let's let's do a couple little things here uh, with your teammates. Number one, who's the who's the funniest teammate you got at ASU? Funniest? Oh, there's a lot of funny guys
5: in our team. Uh, we got a lot of soldiers. I think uh, um, I think Valen Garcia comes comes to mind right away when I see <laughs> the funniest guy. Um, project last year for us was was really funny. And, um, you know, I I think that, like I said, I think there's a lot of funny guys, but I think those two
1: guys come to mind right after that. after that. You know, you guys are such a a, a tight-knit team, and we know that uh, from last year and, and years past that Coach Powers does a really good job of integrating you all. This year's a bit different, though, because not only will Coach tell you that he's got all the players that he could recruit uh, in the lineup and, and fighting for a spot in the lineup, but as you look forward to this season, whenever it starts, uh, is it going to be a battle every single day just to get your name on that lineup card for the weekend?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, like I said before, uh, the coaching staff um, and the support staff—they do an unbelievable job bringing players in and and, and people too. So, I mean, we're, we're you know, the reason I say that is because, you know, when when guys are in the lap, they're fighting to get back in. And, you know, no one's spot is going to be safe. Um, you know, I think that that's really what I, you know, I think that's, that's really breeds how, you know, how successful we were last year, at least I can speak on. I, I wasn't there the year prior, but, um, you know, I, I've talked to Coach Powers about this before, that, you know, one thing that I love is our identity and, and what, you know how we play. It's it's just you know it's hungry. Everyone's hungry a chip on their shoulder. And um, you know every single person has something to prove um, individually, and you put it all together and, um, and practice every day and, and make everybody better, and, and then put that together, done the games. It's it's truly special what you know what comes out of that, and, and everyone's just looking to get better each and every day and, and improve and, and win. It's it's we have a we have a really good culture in Walker
1: and. and all right. I'll give you the last question from Paul. He just sent it to me. He said, uh, "What did you discover about your game this past season?"
5: Um, that's a good question. I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that growing up, uh, you know, I've always had coaches, you know, say, you know, play a role. Uh, I know we were all and everything, and, you know, I felt like I've always known it and I've always stuck to it and everything, but, um, you know, there was a couple of years there say, with Miami, Iowa, where, Um you know, I just kind of lost a lot of confidence and everything with my play, so I think the biggest thing that I I discovered with my my game this past year was just, you know, how confidence really affects your play, and, you know, you mentioned you thought that I'd gotten better each and every weekend and, and I felt that big too just because, you know, with each and every game, each and every practice and every conversation I had with the coaching staff and teammates and everything and everyone involved with our with our team, you know, um, I just kept getting a little bit more and more confident and, you know, more confident with my ability and, you know, my, my voice in the locker room and everything like that. Just everything that kind of goes into – um, mm-hmm. my game and, and what I brings to the rank and everything, um, you know, so I, I'd have to say that. that my confidence. Right? I discovered that again this past year.
1: Okay, final one for you, and then we'll let you go. Um, it, as you look forward to the season, whenever it may start and it's different, uh, we definitely know it's going to be different. Uh, if you aren't able to have fans, uh, how much will that affect or will it affect the way you and your teammates play the game?
5: Yeah, I definitely think it'll affect us. Um, you know, I, I would like to sit here and say that, you know, you you don't hear hear them and you're too focused and, you know, you're you're your only, you know, thing you're worried about is is in between the boards. But, you know, you in in loud arenas and, and stuff like that, you hear the fans and everything and, and especially at ocean oceanside with us, um, you know, it's the small ceiling, if there's a low ceiling, I should say. You know, the fans are right on the glass, are like right there and everything. And you know, the, the student session behind the, uh, um, the opposing net for, for periods one and three. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty claustrophobic in there if you're you not used to playing <laughs> in that thing. So you know, I, with the fans gone, I think that's gonna let the let the away team breathe a little bit, but. Um, Kind of like I said before with this whole thing, there's you know, he just got to find a way to get through it and you know, just do what we can to you know, stay safe if, if that means when there's no fans, and you know, that's it's pretty disappointing, but that's gonna that's gonna, that's gonna have to be this next beat, so um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think that'll be a big difference,
1: um, um, come time when we play our first game. Well, Willie, I think I can speak for my co host as well when I say this is. We we both have if we have one regret it's that we didn't get to watch you play here four full seasons because uh, you're a class act. I appreciate you coming on in the middle of summer and uh, and visiting with us and you know by all means stay safe, wear that mask, and uh, stay healthy. And we'll see you on the ice sooner rather than later. I think.
5: I sure hope so. Thanks for
1: having me. All right, folks, that's Willie Nearham, the uh, pride of Skokie, Illinois, joining us here on. College Hockey Southwest Weekly had a little technical difficulties. We played through it. Nice job, uh, Paul Hornstein, by feeding me some questions from you. Um, I, you know, as I said, somebody had to this, carry me. This is heartfelt. He is a uh, he is a one hundred percent stand up guy. Uh, every time I've asked for him, uh, he's come on. Um, I thank Mitch Terrell again for getting him for us whenever I uh, whenever I ask because Lord knows I ask him. Many, many times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we thank you, and we thank Coach Powers and the entire staff for doing so. Um, we're running out of time, uh, but I want to get that trivia question in one more time, and then I'll let you go ahead and uh, and give us I the will... old uh...
2: – well, go ahead. Well, is, uh, the, just to follow up on the last question you asked Willie, uh, he's right. It, it will take away from their home ice advantage, but the flip side is also true. When you go on the road now, you're going to see, you know, assuming that all things being equal, that they don't play with anybody in the stands, you're going to see road records better than you might have in the past. Yeah, great point. So it will probably balance itself out, but, you know, who knows? Uh, It's easy to think about the home ice advantage. Uh, It's not quite – at the top of your head when you think about the road disadvantage. So as for the yeah, trivia it, question. Yeah, yeah let's, that, let's I mean, do that.
1: All right. It's at Ice Time SW on your Twitter feed. I go to hashtag Pucks on the Pod presented by Summer Skates. Paul, fire away at it.
2: All right. ASU scored its first ever NCAA tournament goal last year against Quinnipiac. Brinson Paschnik got the goal. Who recorded the assists? Very simple. I was taking. I'm Very taking it sim- easy on everybody this week. <laughs> Very simple,
1: and he stayed away from the deep dive. <laughs> I love it. Well, as always, you and I forged through. Somehow, this hour just flies by. Uh, our thanks to Willie Niram for joining us. Uh, our thanks to Mitch Cheryl for getting them for us, and, and a big thank you to, to Willie and everybody for sticking in there and, and listening, despite the fact that we had to do a little old time uh, through the uh, the phone part of it. But um, man. Yeah, he's a class act. So is James Sanchez, and I'm going to push for James as soon as possible uh, to get him on as well because their stories incredible that they would find ASU in their junior year and then uh, now have a senior year that's interrupted,
2: (laughs) at least at this point. Those guys are coming back. ASU had six double-digit goal scorers last year. Five of those guys are coming back, uh, including both Willie and James Sanchez. Uh, Big additions to this team. Uh, and, you know, would play very, very important roles on this team coming up in this next season whenever it happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, go ahead and take the read away, and then we'll close out with a little De Niro from our friends, Roger Klein and the Peacemaker. Take it away, right,
2: Paul. Co- College Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Ford. The Arizona Ford Giant voted the best Ford dealer in Arizona by Arizona Business. Presenting sponsor of the new season of Sunday specials. Ask to see our friend Kevin Wood and tell him Ice Time Hockey SW sent you. Cold beers and cheeseburgers. Satisfy your inner foodie with our handcrafted made-to-order burgers and our long list of the best in craft beers. Sprint, a brighter future for all. See Andre in the Paradise Valley store at Cactus and Tatum and let him find you the right deal. Buy Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Call them at one 541 5546 or go to jesseraysbarbecue.com and find out how they can serve your catering needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, it's all about the butt. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, koozies, and more. Show your game in comfort and style. Visit summerskates.com. Win your summer skates prize pack with the hashtag Pucks on the pod. Behind the mask, getting ready to get back on the ice. Order online at BehindTheMask.com or come in and check out our refurbished stores. By College Bar and Grill. Stop by for lunch at 740 South Mill Avenue. College Bar and Grill. Buy ASU fans for ASU fans. Oceanside Ice Arena, home of the Devil's Hockey Shop for all of your ASU hockey merchandise. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. For the best margaritas and more, go to MexicanMoonshine.com. Buy OxyPow, introducing the new line of all-natural hand sanitizers. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and use the promo code ICETIMESW at checkout for 20% off. M-Drive, energy, stamina, and recovery. And buy the Ice Den Scottsdale and Chandler. See their websites for skating information. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes store, Podbean. Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time hockey SW.com network. And one another excellent job of uh, that read, Paul Hornstein.
1: But let me also say that uh, we're on the rise, right? Uh, you dug some information up today. We're number 75 in Hockey podcasts. Let's uh, keep that number rising, folks. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody that will listen to uh, listen to us. Let's go for the hat trick ball one more time. What's that uh, hashtag? Pucks on the pod trivia question presented
2: by Summer Skates. The question is: Prince Ashnuk scored the first NCAA tournament goal in ASU history. Who recorded the assists? Who and I mis- when you assists, say assists,
1: I'm saying there were two assists on that one. Yes. Correct? Yes. Absolutely. All right. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I know we had a few technical difficulties, but we did get about 20-plus minutes of Willie Nero, the uh, senior-to-be at Arizona State. We thank Willie. We thank Mitch Terrell and uh, the coaching staff, uh, Greg Powers, and the guys over at uh, ASU for for getting Willie to us. He said he's back from Skokie. He's back here in Tempe. Uh, So things might be getting close. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Thanks always to my uh, co-host, Paul Hornstein, from that beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island Uh, to break away from that uh, barbecue or beach day or whatever he had going on today to join us.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's all I get is a yeah. I had 30 seconds left, and I get a yeah. Oh,
2: well, what can I tell you? Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. College
1: Hockey Southwest Weekly, available at ITHSW Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcast. Thank you to Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. For a little De Niro, saying good night.